Hey guys, it's Lauren Yates here, celebrity interviewer, entertainment reporter, and the host of this podcast, Rave It Up, celebrity news, reviews, and interviews. If this is the first time you're listening, go check out our show's trailer on Apple Podcasts or Spotify to learn more about us. And make sure to follow us on social media to tell us what else you would like to hear from this podcast. We are under Rave It Up TV on Instagram, Rave It Up Show on Facebook, and our website is raveituptv.com. Now today, we welcome back on the show actor and performer Ainsley Mellon, who is currently in Rogers and Hammerstein's Cinderella for two more weeks here in Sydney. And then he's going to Canberra to be in the amazing concert to Barbara with Love for her 80th birthday celebration. You can go to Live Nation right now and buy your tickets for the 10th or the 11th of February. Today, we're going to have a chat to him about his amazing experience in Cinderella and what we can expect from To Barbara With Love. Before we get into today's interview, we would like to give a shout out to our Patreons, Irene, Bev and Michael. If you haven't heard of Patreon before, it is a great way to support us and keep us running and improving. You pick a membership tier that suits you and your budget per month. And in return for supporting us, we'll give you behind the scenes content and free stuff. You don't have to give much either. You can be a part of our Patreons for as little as $4 a month. Just visit patreon.com forward slash rave it up. You can even donate through PayPal if you don't trust other sites. You can do so just through our email, raveituptv at gmail.com. If you have any questions, please do not hesitate to contact us. We appreciate anything you can do to support us. Now, let's get into this interview. Three, two, one. Let's do this. Raise it off. Hey guys, it's RJ May from Breaking Bad. It's Adam Stavani from Step Up. It's Keegan Allen from Pretty Little Irish. Hi, this is Arthur Butcher. It's Cosentino. It's Rob Mills. It's Todd McKenney with Lauren Yates on Rave It Up. Raving it up. Rave it I'm up. having fun. Hashtag Lauren, rave it up. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Thank you, I like that effect. <laughs> We're raving it up. Ainsley, welcome back to Rave It Up. It is a pleasure to have you on again. How are you going today? Thank you so much. I'm thrilled to be back. I'm really well. Um, it's a lovely, it's a lovely day. We're at the start of our uh, start of the week, so we're ready to go. Yeah, you just consider this place your second home, right? You know, yeah. and I could not believe how quickly time has flown because it was April 2021 that you were last on the show, and I remember I think it was just after you moved houses. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That's right. No, you you have a great great memory. That's when we were. I think we were in just got back into our place in Chippendale um, after, yeah, after I guess everything was happening with COVID and theatre was just starting to come back. So we were making the move back into the city. So um, we have come a long way since then. I know, I'm bringing you back down memory lane. <laughs> so for those who don't know, and if they don't, they're probably living under a rock, right? You're currently playing Prince Topher in Rogers and Hammerstein Cinderella. Only two more weeks. Oh my goodness, I cannot believe that. The final performance, for the audience, 29th of January. Buy your tickets now if you haven't already. Will you miss it, Ainsley, or are you kind of excited for the next chapters in your career as well? Yeah, definitely I'll miss it. Of course, it's a beautiful show. Um, it's lots of fun to perform, you know, like joyous material to get out there and deliver every night. Um, but, yeah, naturally, I think whenever a project ends, there is always that anticipation and excitement, you know, for what will what will happen afterwards so it's 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 a nice mix i will be sad to leave you know the wonderful family that we have here on this mm. show yeah. and I, i'm guessing too like for a lot of the shows that you're in you do have that little bit of anxiety near the end going 
uh-oh, what am I going to be doing afterwards? At least you got something next, which I'll be bringing up very shortly. But yeah. I guess that's kind of brought the pressure off a little bit, right? Yeah, it does. It's always nice to have, uh, you know, other little projects to move to. I think every um, performer, uh, maybe not every performer, but certainly people, certainly my peers, <laughs> there's a common thread of like, everyone thinks that this gig is going to be the last gig for some reason. I don't know why. <laughs> You're only as good as your last performance, right? <laughs> right yeah, so... Um, yeah, there is always a little bit of anxiety, but I think that that is what is thrilling about what we do as well, you know, and that's what, that's sort of why we do it is because, um, there is that constant shift and with that brings, um, lots of exciting experiences. Mm, keeps you definitely working hard and appreciating yeah. every moment, right? Yeah. yeah. So the show has like an amazing orchestra. You've got great costumes and sets and even awesome transformations, which, you know, if you've seen the show, guys, you'll know what I'm talking about. What has been your favorite moment of being in the show, Ainsley? Do you have one or? No, I think the music, uh, as you've said, that we have a wonderful orchestra, but the music itself is is particularly beautiful. Um, you know, it is it is of a of a period. I guess we don't write like that anymore. The music was written around or before fifty seven, when the nineteen fifty seven, when the um, television film was released. So in the few years before that, they were writing the music for for the show, obviously. So it is sort of reminiscent of another time in terms of musical theatre history. Um, and I sort of think that my voice or my skill set um, fits it's pretty nicely in that niche. So it's been a joy to sing um, yeah. that material. Uh, beautiful lyrics and, and, and the music itself is very lyrical and, and, and um, uh, lovely to listen to. So I think that that's been a, a real um, joy for me in the show. And on top of that, the script is great as well. The book has been updated, was written um, in 2013 when the, when the show, when this version of the show premiered on Broadway. Um, and it was written by a wonderful man called Douglas Carter Bean, who also wrote the book for musicals like Xanadu. So it's sort of like this witty, um, acerbic, like really um, self-deprecating humor that mm -hmm. uh, intersperses um, between these beautiful songs. So I sort of like the, the clash of um, styles there. It makes for a fun retelling of the story. Well, it was funny when I went to, I went with my best friend and she's, you know, already knows all about Rogers and Hammerstein Cinderella. And I went in not knowing anything. Like I, for me, I grew up with the old Cinderella, the Disney version. Right. And then to go in with that, I'm like, you know, and not having, I guess, any expectations. I just loved it. Like to have, I guess, not only Cinderella, like, you know, going for her dreams, but I guess getting the prince to actually open his eyes and realize his dreams too. And come on, it's like an unforgettable love story. I think we, you know, not, okay. I'm not speaking for everybody, but we all love it. Let's be honest. <laughs> yeah, it's lovely. And, you know, for, for a, a version of Cinderella in, um, 2022, 23, um, you know, this, I, I feel like this is a, is a, is a lovely retelling because it gives Cinderella more agency. She's mm. the one that sort of has some, uh, control over her distant destiny. She's the one that chooses, the prince really um and if you've seen the show you'll you you'll know of some of the twists i guess that i'm alluding to um yeah that that lead her to choosing the prince rather than the other way around so mm. um, i think it's a i think it's a nice um retelling in that way because it sort of um reflects our contemporary values as a as yeah a it's just slightly different you know because when you watch the disney one you know 
uh, it doesn't hasn't really uh, worked with the ages, if that makes sense. Oh, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, wow, this is very old fashioned. <laughs> you know, I guess I guess that's a lot of Disney stuff, isn't it? Like, you know, you. Well, yeah, I mean, it's a product. Of you the need time. the man, you know. <laughs> yeah, and as adults, we can look back at it and and recognize, but. Um, yeah, you know, when we're, when we're showing that to our kids, I guess parents these days are a little more aware of what values are being uh, transmitted through through entertainment. And so mm. that's why I like this show because I feel like parents can rest a little easier bringing them to this version of Cinderella. Absolutely. Hey guys, it's RJ May from Breaking Bad. It's Adam Stavani from Step Up. Bryce Johnson from Pretty Little Liars. It's Rob Mills. Todd McKenney with Lauren Yates on Rave It Up. These celebrities are sharing a message of hope and inspiring the younger generation in our new book, Knowing What I Know Now. This is filled with 70 quotes from your favourite celebrities on what they would tell their 14-year-old selves. A book filled with amazing advice to help you chase your dreams or help you deal with bully or depression. It is available worldwide as a paperback, ebook, and audiobook version. Go to raveituptv.com to buy your copy now. Looking for the most comfortable and fashionable gym clothes around? Introducing Gym XO. They are an eco-friendly brand from the UK. Gymwear made from recycled materials. Pick from some really cute gym sets, tops, bottoms, and there are even options for curvy women. Get 30% off today with free shipping by using our discount code RAVEITUP30 at checkout. Go to gymxo.co.uk today. That is gymexo.co.uk. And I mentioned the costumes before. Are they really nice and comfortable for you or do they get a little bit hot when you're going around on stage and under the lights? Yeah, I'll admit as we move into, um, I feel like in the last two weeks, we've really moved into the height of summer here in Sydney. Oh and, yeah, and, and today is a hot day. <laughs> we're feeling it in the costumes, I must admit. Um, but like on the whole, they're beautiful costumes to wear, um, designed by William Ivy Long, who won a Tony for the design. Um, and you know, and you can you can see it in the craftsmanship on stage, um, and and sort of in the in the world that that helps build the world of Cinderella. Um, so they're beautiful costumes to wear. You put them on, and straight away, you know, it sort of does all the work for me in terms of transforming <laughs> it to the prince. You feel like a prince. It pulls me up, and like you know, so that's it. It's done. Start looking down on people. No, I'm joking. <laughs> oh, what a dream come true, though, to be, you know, in such an incredible fairy tale story. Have you always been a fairy tale fan yourself, too? Yeah, I mean, you know, as, as we've just been saying, I think we probably all grew up with a version of, you know, a, a, a Disney version of that fairy tale or, you know, whether it might have been like a Grimm ver Grimm's version. Mm. A fairy, of a fairy tale in a book but certainly I grew up watching um, Disney films and, and reading fairy tales in books so um, you know that little uh, inner child is is sort of jumping with joy yeah the pleasure of doing that with Aladdin now and and Cinderella so we might just uh, we'll see see how many um, princes we can collect I was just going to say that. What do you think will be next? What do you want? Like Prince Eric from Little Mermaid or? <laughs> I don't know. Um, no, look, they're a joy to play. They are. Yeah. 
can do Beauty and the Beast, and you can be the Beast. Yeah. <laughs> that would be an interesting one. <laughs> yeah, a slightly different version of it. That would be hot. Yeah. Like, you know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> do you think, like, you've been kind of typecast just a little bit? How do you get over and, I guess, show that you can just play more than a prince? Is that a little bit difficult, too? Like, you got the look for it, obviously. People, <laughs> you walk in and people are like, yep, prince right there. <laughs> I think I've been... I, I think I've been very lucky, um, you know, obviously uh, I was very lucky to be a part of Aladdin. Um, I got to perform in, in Pippin the Musical when it was here, which ironically is, he is also a prince of sorts, although not a Disney prince. Um, <laughs> and now I get to um, play um, Prince Topher. But in between those projects, I've done lots of um, sort of smaller scale, and I guess I mean just not commercial music theatre, but like state, state theatre level. Um, you know, I was lucky enough to be a part of Kiss of the Spider Woman for the Melbourne Theatre Company. And then recently we did Merrily We Roll Along here in Sydney. And then I was down in Adelaide earlier in the year and we did Normal Heart. And so I, in those productions, I'm playing characters, you know, Kiss of the Spider Woman, he's uh, is set in, in, um, in South America and, and, and I'm playing this sort of this queer character who is, who's been locked up um, for for some pretty, um, yeah, some pretty tricky things. And in, and in Merrily We Roll Along, you, I'm playing a, a writer who has sort of fallen out with his friends, um, uh, you know, and is going through all of this sort of life uh, turmoil um, as, as his friendships and his career starts to change over time. Um, so I'm getting to play like other really fascinating characters in between doing sort of the more commercial stuff. Um, so yeah, I mean it, it's fun. It's fun for me to notice the 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 trend that is occurring. I guess on the main stage, but it doesn't bother bother me as much because uh, yeah, there is versatility still. Yeah, um, on other levels. Uh, Gives you I, a challenge as an actor. Yeah, I think as long as I can continue that, then then I would be very happy. Yeah, yeah, and you continuously have work, <laughs> as we said yeah, before. Very luckily, yeah. <laughs> And for Cinderella too, you also re reunited with your Aladdin co-star as well. And I'm sorry if I pronounce this wrong. Is it Shubshri? Shubshri. Yeah, perfect. So you played opposite her in like Perth season. I was wondering, does that actually really help? Does that make you feel more comfortable or is that actually more daunting? Because you're like, well, I can't stop up in front of you. <laughs> um, I think on the whole it helped. I guess there would there, there may be an element of like, I guess it could be daunting in the way that there is an expectation there or people, you know, moving into this show, people would expect, oh, they work together. So they have everything sorted. Mm. And if we didn't have it sorted, then I guess that that, that would be daunting. But luckily we did. Um, seeing her, I remember walking into the audition for Cinderella and and seeing her in the in the waiting room and just being like, oh, God, this is so much easier now. You know, I was, <laughs> uh, nice. I was able to go into the room with her and and yeah, we already had a rapport and a connection from when we were working together. And so it sort of just took the stress off. It was just like stepping in and being able to um, play with a friend on the floor in the audition. Yeah, um, yeah. I think the cool thing about doing Cinderella together is that we, we were able to go through the whole re rehearsal process together because when Shubshri joined Aladdin, it was a very quick um, put in, what is what we call it. You know, she has um, a few weeks rehearsal and then, and then she's basically into the show. Whereas wow. here, we got the full, you know, five to six weeks working together to really piece the show together. So that's been nice. Wow, that, that's really hectic though, to be like, you know, he's a few weeks and chuck you in. 
Yeah, and it happens. So much respect. That's happening uh, all over the industry constantly as tours continue and people move on to other projects, or even if, you know, unfortunately, touch wood, we hope it doesn't happen, but, you know, people get injured or people get sick and, and, and we need additional cast members. So they'll hire people um, and it will be their job to very quickly learn the show in, in a couple of weeks and then be on stage. So it takes a very specific skill set to do that. Yeah. Oh, yes. Jeez. You always got to have your plan B just in case. <laughs> Did you know we filmed this interview? Well, come on over to our YouTube channel, Rave It Up TV. You can subscribe for free. And here's a little secret. We like to reward our active subscribers with autographed photos and merchandise, no matter where you are in the world. So don't forget to give us a thumbs up while you're there and get busy sharing the videos with your friends. This show is brought to you by Vegas Nights, specializing in all of your party needs. They have photo booths, poker tables, and decorations for heaps of different party themes. Visit their website now at vegasnights.com.au or give them a call on 1300 135 394. Vegas Nights, you can't lose. So your next incredible project that's coming up will be joining the concert to Barbara with love in Canberra guys. And this, this show is just filled with Barbara Streisand, like greatest hits for our 80th birthday celebration. So you're just joining Canberra, right? You're not doing the rest as well. Do you, that's I'm guessing you're wishing it was longer. <laughs> no, well, I have a, uh, my wonderful friend, um, Ryan Gonzalez. Um, they yes, are had him they, on the show too. Love him yeah. back from Jersey yeah. boys. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. They're usually um, are performing in the concert, um, but uh, you know, due to due to their work commitments, um, they can't uh, perform in Canberra. So I am thrilled to be able to step Woo. into their shoes and um, I and and their big shoes to fill as well. But I'm very excited. Um, I actually got to go and watch a dress rehearsal of it because uh, it it just happened in Sydney recently this weekend. So mm. I got to go and watch a dress rehearsal and. Yeah, it was just me. Um, I know what you're doing. <laughs> the production team and and the beautiful performers and the orchestra, and it was thrilling. I had the best time, so I'm I'm stoked to be able to step in for Canberra and and yeah, celebrate some Barbara. And it's big shoes to fill with Barbara too. You know, she's got oh, such yeah. a unique yeah. voice. Yeah. Are, you, are you trying to like emulate her in any way, or do you? Is the show all about also making it your own? Yeah, I think maybe. Um, I think definitely there is an energy to um, to inspire you. Um, Barbara, as uh, yeah, as you've said, she's an incredible performer and has performed across so many mediums in her career. And we know her music from all over, from her albums, from film, um, from musical theatre. Um, and so I, I certainly will be um, channeling an energy. I won't be doing an impression. I'm not going to go that far, <laughs> but uh, I'll certainly Come be on, doing Ainsley, you can do it. <laughs> doing Ainsley's version of Barbara, but there is definitely an energy to bring to the stage, I think, when you're singing her music. Mm. And you've sung, sung beside, you know, a lot of orchestras, I guess, just in musical theatre in general, but is this a totally different ball game? Because with the Canberra, Canberra Symphony Orchestra, yeah. even seems huge, even bigger. Yeah, you know, I was saying to somebody the other day that I think um, even though I've performed in many shows, and have performed with um, orchestras. Obviously, they're playing the music for the show. I don't think I've ever done a performance where we've had such a large orchestra on stage and I get to stand in front of them and sing. I've never done sort of like that concert version um, of a show before. So I'm actually really 
yeah, it's sort of a new experience for me, weirdly, after all this time. And I'm thrilled to be able to stand up there and feel the power of, um, of the symphony orchestra and, and get to sing this music. Is there a different type of singing as well? Do you have to be even louder, I guess, or? Uh, I think there is a different, usually for those sort of gigs, um, artists will like uh, utilize in-ears and that sort of thing because the sound of the orchestra is so, um, mm. uh, you know, huge behind you. Protect you. those ears too. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, whereas on, whereas on stage in musical, we would never use technology like that. We just have our microphones and we rely on the foldback in the theater. Mm. Um, so, so technically, I guess there is a little bit of a, a, a shift, but in terms of what um, you're doing as a performer, it's still, yeah, you're still just delivering what you always deliver. So how long ago did you have the ears? Because obviously you've been a musical theatre for so long that you... I have. I think the last time I used them was when I was, was when I first started and I was performing with High Five and we used to do concerts over, you know, in Australia and overseas. It's um, a long time ago now, Ainsley. Ooh, yeah, good luck. Sure. <laughs> we would use in ears for that. So um, yeah, I'll have to I'll have to refresh that skill, I guess, before I get there. <laughs> so you're obviously starting to practice now. Which song are you probably most excited to sing? What's your favorite Streisand song? Well, I get to sing a wonderful well, everybody will know Happy Days. Yep. Um, beautiful classic and just a stunning song as well. I'm thrilled to be able to perform that. But there is also another song called Gotta Move, which I personally wasn't um, familiar with before uh, listening to the, the set list for the show. I mean, it's like a really um, sexy, upbeat Streisand song. So I'm excited to sing that also. Um, yeah, and something that is uh, a song that is new to me. Mm. And is there anything else that the audience should know and get excited about with the show that I haven't asked yet? Um, well, look, I mean, you get to see some incredible artists on stage, not like alongside, uh, you know, other than me, just little old me up there. We have beautiful <laughs> Caroline O'Connor, we have Elise McCann and we have Katie Noonan, like all incredible in their own right, have had wonderful careers. Um, and amazing artists. And yeah, as I said, I was able to sit in and watch the dress rehearsal and each of them absolutely smash it out of the park in their own way um, and bring their own sort of um, Barbara energy to the, to the songs. So um, it's sort of a, a great little, um, uh, I don't know, music theater and pop royalty really, because Katie Noonan, Katie Noonan is, a, is a beautiful um, uh, pop artist, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Well, everyone go buy your tickets now if you haven't already, Live Nation, on the 10th and the 11th of February. So that's uh, coming up quickly, Ainsley. Yeah. <laughs> now, me, I gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> you're too busy in the Cinderella mode, right? You gotta oh, I feel I feel sorry for you, but very proud because you got another gig straight after. <laughs> Have you got something else after Barbara as well? Or uh, there are there are yeah, there are some things. There's talks. Uh, there's talks. There are some things. <laughs> to be announced. So Everyone's like, we need you. We want you. <laughs> well, you're just gonna have to come back on the show and tell us more about whatever's coming yeah. up after that. <laughs> In this day and age, we're surrounded by technology and electricity all the time. Like our phones and laptops, phone and radio towers, Wi-Fi, electric power lines, and the appliances in our home. Do you know that these could be damaging your health because of the electromagnetic radiation coming off them? When I found Orgone Effects though and bought their products, I immediately noticed a difference. 
I started sleeping better, and was even calmer and not always high on adrenaline. Orgone Effects has over 20 years experience in developing products to neutralize the harmful effects of EMRs. I have six of their products myself now, and I could not recommend them highly enough. These products last a lifetime too, so you only have to buy them once. Go check out their website, orgoneffectsaustralia.com.au. That is O-R-G-O-N-E effectsaustralia.com.au. And type in the coupon code RAVEITUP at checkout. Have you always wanted to learn how to dance? Always say you're going to do it, maybe even make it a New Year's resolution, but never do? Well, this is your time! Hills Latin Dancing teaches salsa, bachata, and merengue classes for all ages and fitness levels. No partner or previous dance experience is required. If you don't live in Sydney, that is okay too. We teach private lessons over Zoom for only $50. We also offer wedding dances and also a seated dance class for the elderly and those with mobility challenges. Come join us for some fun. Visit our website, hillslatindancing.com.au for more information and to book your class now. I wanted to talk about, you've actually been being called one of the most in-demand performers in Australia at the moment. I'm like, that is a very big statement. But obviously, just as I said, everyone's like, we want you, Ainsley. Does that ever get a little bit daunting? And do you ever feel a little bit overworked? I'm not sure that I feel overworked. Um particularly after the last couple of years, you know, when we were, when we were really wishing that we had work again because of COVID. Mm. Um, so I think any work at the moment is, um, we're all very appreciative of and, and glad to be back in the theater. So any sort of, um, any sort of messaging that says <laughs> you're overworked, I'm like, no, 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 thanks. <laughs> Just lucky to be here. Um, yeah. I always sort of resist that resist that thought um but i guess yeah I, you know there is you just always want to deliver you know and and as you move through your career and 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 i guess you start to establish a reputation for you, for yourself and for the work you deliver um you know there there is an expectation i guess when people ask you to, to join a project that that um you will deliver to the same standard. And so I think, I think that's probably the only thing that um, sometimes creeps into my mind. It's just like, oh, you know, that expectation of delivering at that level. Mm. That's not a bad thing necessarily. It keeps you on your toes. And as you said earlier, it keeps you working hard and and striving to be better. So you don't get lazy. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. Well, very good. Congratulations on all the success. I can't wait to see what you do in the future. I wouldn't mind also talking about with Aladdin, you know, you went over to Broadway, which is amazing. And you actually got to experience that with your partner as well, with him being in Kinky Boots. And I'm pretty sure Callum's still over there, right? Is that the last thing I heard? (laughs) So how's the whole long distance relationship going? And how, for our audience, how do you make that work? (laughs) Oh, yeah. No, look, it's going very well. you know, we both have level heads and we're both very ambitious in our own right, in our careers, but uh, are also very dedicated to, um, you know, carving out our, our little life together. So yeah. um, when the opportunity came up for Cal to reopen um, Kinky Boots off Broadway over there, you know, it was sort of a no brainer. We were like, yes, you have to go and do it and we'll make the long distance work. Um, 
you know, you know, and we just, we, we check in every day. We keep ourselves busy, both of us obviously busy working. Mm. Um, and Callum's very good at, uh, at leaving me a uh, little, he left me like a jar of, of, of notes, like little <laughs> tiny oh. notes for me to like each day, pick one out and, uh, and read to remind me, you know, of your love and your relationship i love it <laughs> that <laughs> to remind me how funny and ridiculous he is uh, <laughs> so that's been lovely but little gestures like that they always help don't they to sort of um to keep that connection while while you're apart yeah that we I, i'll be going over to join him in a couple of months um and we have our uh we've we have our green cards to be able to work in america so there will be a you know, I think the next sort of chapter or the next period for us will be a sort of a um, moving back and forth between the states and and Australia mm. and working. You know. Yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, well, Kinky Boots is just ongoing there, right? So it, it's actually like just, permanently there, or no? So it just it just closed over over the holidays. Oh. So it was there for a short time. Um, so he's just finished, which I think he's slightly glad about. You know, that's a <laughs> that's a huge role, um, and getting around in those heels, as um, you know, as many people can appreciate, is not uh, it's not easy work. So uh, not in those stilettos, anyway. So he's, uh, he's he's glad, and his body is glad for the rest. Um, but yeah, so I'm excited. I'm excited to see him, and I'm excited for for what the next little chapter for us brings. Absolutely. I just thought I'd ask because I'm sure a lot of people watching today are probably in long distance relationships themselves and might be struggling a little bit, but I like the jar of notes idea. Yeah, <laughs> Thanks, Cal. <laughs> well, I can't wait to maybe some someday, maybe have you both on at the same time. That would be lovely yeah. to talk about <laughs> and working in the industry and making it work, that sort of thing. <laughs> Yeah. Somebody said to me the other day, do we do we get put up for the same roles? And and it was weird. And fight first, over it. <laughs> well, in the first few years we were together, we um not so much, but I, I think casting has taken a shift for the better in you know in the last few years. We've had lots of talks about uh, representation on stage and how we cast shows and, mm. and seen for what roles and that sort of thing. And so more often now we find ourselves in positions where we are alongside each other in the casting process oh. um which at the same time is it's it's also sort of exciting and in my mind i'm like well look if, if one of us can get it then that's that's a win for both of us you know? yeah exactly <laughs> helping each other out yeah. <laughs> well it's been amazing to have you on the show again ainsley and good luck with the rest of everything i cannot wait to have you on again in the future keep in touch all right <laughs> Yes, absolutely i will do and thanks for having me it's been lovely you're very welcome you're welcome on anytime i love talking to you. you just got such a beautiful energy about you and it's just it's a pleasure so i know you've got to go to the theater in a minute so yeah. i will let you go and have fun tonight i will thank you Bye. thank you for listening if you want to be the first to get every new episode remember to subscribe to this podcast for free just search for Rave It Up on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and share it with your friends and tell us what you love the most and even let us know what you want to hear on this podcast. You can even check out the videos of our interviews on our YouTube channel, Rave It Up TV. And for more, visit our website, raveituptv.com. Now, before I leave you today, I just want you to remember that you are loved and you are beautiful. Bye.